to another episode of Sex, Sexy and Single Sisters Over 50. Okay, welcome to episode 20. I am so excited about sharing this. Oh my goodness, you have no idea. This is Al, and I have Kate here for an update. Hi, Kate. Okay. So last we parted our last episode 19, I've been trying to hype everybody up for the follow up. I didn't know there would be too much follow up. But boy, oh boy, wait until you hear. So I actually told you, Kate, a little bit about um, I was excited about Mark. And I wanted to share an update with you. Um, mine is um, a little bit detailed. So um, why don't, um, I'm going to first just quickly, hopefully I, I know about what you've been up to, but do you want to give our listeners any kind of updates on No Neck or your ex and fellas? Well, um, I do have an update for uh, you and our listeners, and you do know a little bit of what's going on. Um, my ex and I um, have sort of gotten back together, and um, we we were, you know, his mom passed away, right. and so he reached out to me, and um, and we just you know, reconnected and I've been helping him and his family, um, with, you know, arrangements and things. And, um, so that is, um, that's yeah, what I've been, been out of to. state doing some, some family matters. And I did actually put a little notification on our Instagram, just saying we had a slight delay in the follow-up and it's only because there was a death in the family. And yes, it's your boyfriend, uh, you know, former boyfriend that you've been kind of on again, off again, but you've been helping out tremendously. And, uh, I, I do know that you've shared with me and I'll share with our listeners because I think you're such a great girl and such a great catch, but apparently so does his whole family and his friends. So that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, no, it's definitely really nice to, you know, the family. That's why I'm up here helping the family out. I, I really love his family and they're, they're, they're great. And his sisters are phenomenal. They're like the sisters I've never ever had. Aww. And, um, yeah, it's it's really, you know, I'm glad I can be of help and right. you know with my work and everything is so flexible that I'm able to be up here to help them with things. And right. um yeah, and I think it's definitely um obviously brought my ex and I closer to one another. Right. And um yeah. So So it's still you know, a time will tell because yes. you know, um it's it's awesome that you're helping out and initially when when I knew you were helping so much, I thought, gee, why are you helping without a commitment? And then I thought, well, you know, you've loved this man on and off the yeah. last two or three years. And I understand that. And you know what? I'm glad that they all appreciate you and they recognize, you know, how awesome you are. And um, you never know. Maybe, maybe there's, you know, a reason for all of this to happen, maybe to give him a wake up call, you know, that, wow, this could definitely be my life partner. I see how she works under pressure and um, how much she loves me and my family. These are great telltale signs that should show him, you know, the way, if you will. <laughs> yes, I, I hope I hope you are right about that. And only time will tell. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And it, you know what, I'm here also to, you know, to help the sisters and, and whatnot with their, their dad. And so yeah, no, it's that's awesome. uh, okay. hard times, but we're moving forward. So that's but right. Anyways, so right. What is going on? And what's the news you have to tell us? So let me fill you in. Wow. Um. So okay. 
I was, we left the last podcast that I had met Mark and we had an amazing date. I really, really, really was excited. I mean, like it's been a long time since I was that excited about this, uh, a new guy. I mean, I was just feeling him big time. So I, I had a second date with him. So our second date was scheduled. Um, now he lives in an area that's not too far. At the time I was staying at my mother's house, I was visiting. Um, and, and she lived, I didn't know exactly how far, but I'd say between 15 and 30 minutes away from his neighborhood, which is where we had our first date. Um, they have a little main street area there. So anyway, so we ended up um, scheduling the second date, but it was to meet at his place at, uh, yeah, it was at 630. So that was, I believe, a Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So we ended up making plans to meet at his house. So I was supposed to be at his house at 6.30 and it was pouring down rain when I was about to leave my mom's house. I mean, and I'm not talking about just rain. I'm talking about the torrential kind that is that 40, 40 mile an hour wind. So anyway, I text him at 6.33. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm just leaving now. And he texted me back. Yeah, no worries. I have an umbrella waiting for you. Uh, winky face. And I said, it's horribly windy. And I couldn't even close the door to my car with the umbrella because I would have been absolutely soaked. It was that heavy. It really felt like wow. it was a hurricane. So I sat there for two minutes. I'm sitting in my car. I'm, I, I turned it on. So I had the air on me. But I didn't want to close my car door all the way. I had it closed, you know, all the way to an inch, but my umbrella was sticking out of it because I was, I had to pull that thing in. It was going to get me soaked. So I'm trying to think logically like, will this rain stop? So finally, after two minutes, I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm bringing the umbrella in the car. I'll have to get right. Wet. And sure enough, I did. And my pants were soaked, mind you. The bottom, like Ugh. 11 inches were just so soaked. So I'm like, this is, this is awful. So I drive safely. Um, up to his house. And it is at 6.59. I know that because I had texted him at 6.33. And at 6.59, I arrived on his street. And just as I'm turning onto his street, I get a message from him. I don't read it until I pull into his driveway, you know, 30 seconds later. And it said, L, thanks, but don't waste my time. Have a good evening. I don't need inconsiderate wow. people in my life. My time's valuable. My time's valuable too. I'm headed out. And I texted him right back. I'm literally right outside. And he didn't reply. So one minute later, I said, do you want me to leave? And then one minute later, he said, I made other plans. Cheers. Wow. <laughs> then I said, okay. What an ass. Yeah. So I said, okay, that's fine. For the record, I was driving in torrential rain. Sorry. Have fun. So, Wait, what time were you supposed to meet him? I at? was supposed to be there at 6.30. But mind you, I texted him at 6.33 and he said, no worries. So right, okay. what was he expecting me? I mean, you know, from 6.33, I told him I was leaving. First of all, he has no idea from where I'm coming. So this was puzzling to me. Um, I'm like, wait, why is he mad? He he said, no worries. I have an umbrella and the winky face and whatnot. So I'm like, I'm very confused right now. So I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I was very put off naturally. <laughs> But, you know, I thought about it and I was like, I'm just going to, I guess, drive downtown. I got all dolled up. I got my nails and toes done. Yeah, you know, don't go like, home. I guess I'll go eat by myself. Well, it was still pouring down rain. So I drove around. And I was like, forget it. I'm just going to go home. So I go back to my mom's house. I'm really like disappointed because I really like this guy. So this was a huge disappointment. I'm thinking this was our second date. I mean, I realized I was late, but he knew I was going to be late, you know 
Right. What was my marker? You know, how much time was he giving me? Again, he doesn't know from where I'm coming. I just told him the city, but it could have been anywhere. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I I let the evening go, and I'm I'm just running all this through my mind. The next morning, I couldn't help myself. I was like, you know, I'm going to put together some information here. So because he's military and former police, you know, I thought I'm going to write yes. a very professional note. But I want I want to explain something to him. So. I wrote, dear Mark, I did it as a an attachment um, because I knew it was going to be a little bit more lengthy than what I would do in a text. I said, I'm writing to you in an attempt to explain my tardiness for our planned date on September 6th. The reason for this letter is not to redeem myself, but to ask that you reconsider your character assassination, wherein you referred to me as inconsiderate. Integrity is very important to me, and that bothered me far more than the fact that you canceled it our date while I was in your driveway. I have never been referred to nor insulted by such an assessment. It is unfortunate that we differ in perception. You see things in black and white, and I see the shades of gray in between. But differences are what make us unique individuals. So I will respect that. I have shortcomings just as every one of us do including you, Mark. Respectfully, I was being anything but inconsiderate when I arrived 29 minutes late. I had been looking forward to seeing you, yet had a prior commitment with my daughter, with whom I cut my time short to have a manicure and pedicure so that I would look nice for you. Since you texted me at 525, stating that you just got back from the beach, I offered to get the wine, because he was offering me what kind. I offered to get the wine to avoid you having to go back out. I also considered that you may not want to drive 30 minutes to St. Petersburg, and I offered flexibility to stay local. I had put effort into choosing an outfit that you might find appealing, yet seeing the ominous weather, I made a last minute wardrobe change for two reasons. I had expensive shoes on that I did not want getting wet. And perhaps more importantly, the fabric I was donning was linen. And if it was wet, it would have been embarrassing uh, in public for both of us, quite frankly. As you know, my intent was to be in town for just a week. Therefore, I had quite a limit in my wardrobe option. These may sound like excuses, but they're justifiable reasons for tardiness, particularly for a personal rendezvous at your home. You were not waiting for me in a restaurant with a reservation, nor at a function for which there was a firm commencement time. In fact, I arrived nearly 10 minutes early for our first date, but for finding parking. Finally, I want to mention that I texted you an apology at 6.33 saying that I had just left. You never bothered to ask me from where I would be coming to anticipate my arrival time. It would have behooved you to do so and cancel the date at that time instead of me driving through a dangerous and torrential downpour of rain with very limited visibility, causing me to drive well below the speed limit. It's unfortunate that we didn't get to know each other better as I did find you interesting and we likely would have complimented each other. I truly wish you well in your personal endeavors and I hope that you find someone who offers the stringent compliance slash adherence to your needs and wants. I'll not reach back out to you again. However, as I mentioned before, I will likely be relocating back to Pinellas County and my closest cousin lives here should we see each other in public. I hope to receive the same cordiality I intend to present. Best L. So I sent that and I really wasn't expecting any reply at all. Surprisingly, I did get a response. So he said, L, I guess I do live in the black and white. 
And when said running late, I didn't expect 30 minutes because I cut my gym time short and was running to the store to make your night special. And yes, I have many faults. Just so you know, I got a nice bottle of red wine for you and white for me since it looked like it was rain for the evening. I got a nice cheese and meat plate, flowers for you, lit the candles because, well, wanted it to be a nice wow. for you. Yes. If I see you in Safety Harbor, I'd be nothing but cordial. Cheers. So I was glad that he responded. So I said, thanks for your response, Mark. You still should have at least afforded me one strike. Sorry for the sacrifice of your shortened gym time. Grateful for your alleged thoughtfulness, because how do I know he did all that? Hopeful that your, quote, other plans enjoyed the niceties. You don't need to agree, but it sounds like we both missed out on a possible good thing, even if it just resulted in a friendship. Nonetheless, enjoy your day off. You deserve it. I mean, he works hard. He's a nice guy. So Mm -hmm. that was all on Monday morning. So on Tuesday, the next morning or next afternoon, which I thought was weird, I got a message from, hey, Al, let me know when you're back in this area, if you'd like to try a drink or coffee again. So I know I was surprised. So yeah, there's some plot twists here. Don't worry. And I said, I haven't left town actually. I'm free tomorrow evening if that works. He said, sounds good. Let's do it. I get off at five. How about six? Meet at my place. I told him I had a Zoom meeting from five to six, but if 6.45 will work, I told him I would try to be earlier, but I'm accounting for traffic just in case. He said, let's make it seven so you're not you're not in a rush and smiley face. So here I'm seeing, okay, he's making some compromise and he realizes, you know, because we definitely had a connection. I said, okay, thank you. If I arrive early, I'll text before getting out of my car, winky face, you know. I'm not Ah. And he said, ouch. (laughs) So, um, So that evening I got a text or the next day was our date. And at just uh, 5.52, he sent me a text message. Hello, it's raining hard. Are you still up for seven? And I said, I left five minutes ago. I should be there in 15 to 20 minutes. Is that okay? He said, see you then. Yes, ma'am. And so guess what time I got there? 6.33. So I was what? Early. (laughs) So I texted him from his driveway. I said, I'm here. Do you want me to sit outside? Um, uh, I will wait your reply and guard your truck and bikes because his uh, garage door was open. And um, so, of course, he comes out. He's like, you're, you know, he's he's smiling and laughing. And he had just clearly just gotten back from work. He said, I just got home. And I said, yeah, I didn't know I was going to get here so quickly. I said, but this offsets the time that I was late. Um, so now I'm at a net zero kind of thing, you know. So that the first question out of my mouth once, first of all, he greeted me with a really nice hug and kiss. And he nice. was just taking the trash barrel down or, or bringing it back up or whatever. So we sat in his house and he redid the whole date. So he had the bottle of wine, which he didn't Yeah. So those were on the counter. He got a fresh meat and cheese platter from the grocery store or something, but he gave me a new flower. It was a yellow rose with the baby's breath and the greenery and all that. So that was nice. And then he had lit the candles. So he just basically wanted to duplicate what he was offering the prior. So, nice. Um, but my first question, actually, once we walked through the house, he gave me a tour. I said, okay, so what changed your mind? And he said, well, you know, you took the time to write that, you know, thoughtful yeah. and long you know, um, explanation. And I thought, you know, I liked you too. I I knew, you know, we both seemed to like each other. So I thought, you know, I think we should give this, it's worth trying again and let's see. So we sat in his living room. He had, uh, I sat in a love seat and he sat in the chair, um, not too far away. So we weren't sitting next to each other being intimate or touchy feely. We just talked for like two hours and we just drank wine and it was, 
really good. You know, we got to know each other better and it wasn't, well, finally I had to use the restroom. So as I walked by him, I took that opportunity to give him a little kiss. And I said, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. So that was nice. And I said, why don't you go? And, and the conversation was great. It flowed easily. You know, I just, I look at him and I, I was just very attracted, you know, and I'm like, I'm so glad, you know, thinking in my mind, I'm so glad that this happened. You know, I hope it. So anyway, so I give him a little kiss and I said, why don't you go change and be in comfortable clothes? I mean, he still has his tie on from work. So oh. yeah. So I go to the restroom. He goes on the other side of the house and into his bathroom and bedroom and um, changes. And when I come out, I hear him calling, do you want to go watch the hockey game? And the Tampa Bay Lightning were playing. And I said, I said, yeah, that's fine. And I'm thinking he meant in the other room. And he said, no, we can grab a bite to eat. There's a little sports bar down the street. Meanwhile, I mean, he was getting a little tipsy and I was too. I was buzzed, but I wasn't like drunk, but he just was kind of playful spirit. And I like that side of him. It was a little bit looser. I mean, I like all the sides. But anyway, so he comes out and he has a t-shirt on. And okay, I've never been into tattoos. He's got tattoos from his shoulder, a sleeve um, from his shoulder, yeah. his elbow on both arms. Yeah. So now he's got this yeah. t-shirt on. He's six foot three. He's, I think, 215 pounds. I, I, I was just, I was excited. <laughs> I was like, he was so sexy. I just, I mean, my eyes probably popped out of my head. I was like, oh, you look nice. And he had, I don't know what brand of jeans he had on, but they looked good on him. They had a few little tears, you know. So they were a nice pair of jeans. Nice. He just looked so damn sexy. So I was like, oh yeah, I can totally. And then he he put on his little baseball cap and he had he put it on backwards and he was just so playful. So we drive down the street. It's not far at all. We go to this little sports bar. And again, he's all playful. He's all playful. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, at, at some point, I mean, he's, he's calling me baby. And, you know, I, I mean, I felt like we were a couple for a year. It was just really wild. Wow. It felt very, it felt good. I'm not going to lie. Um, I really was liking him, you know, and I, all that driveway stuff where I was so put off and so hurt and humiliated that just vanished. I was just like, on it. Right. So I whispered in his ear, kind of whispered. I mean, cause there was hardly anybody in the sports bar. Um, but we were sitting at a table. He ordered all this food. I mean, you know, he's drunk. Okay. So he was just pounding down nachos and all this stuff. I didn't order anything. I got a Diet Pepsi because I'm like, one of us is driving back. It's not going to be him. So it wasn't that far though. So anyway, so he was just cute and playful and, you know, kind of touchy-feely, but not over the top. And, um, you know, baby, do you like me? And I was like, yes, I like you. You know, he's just cute. So I whispered in his ear kind of, I'm like, I cannot wait to fuck your brains out when we get ah. the house. I could not help myself. I was in, you know, I was, in fact, um, I told you I was staying at my mom's and when he came out with the t-shirt in his house, I texted my mom staying. <laughs> I knew there's no way I'm going home today. I'm getting me some of that, you know? So yeah. So anyway, so we, um, we go back to, oh, and I paid the bill for that. Cause I thought, you know, I owe him a little something, so, you know, not only showing up early, but he redid the date. So let me, right. you know, it wasn't like it was a $30 bill or something like that. So, um, so we go back to his place and, um, yep, we, we proceeded. And had a good time. Had sex. Good, I, had good for you. I know. Um, and it was good very, yeah, it was very good. Everything was perfect. And I didn't have, uh, he certainly did not have, um, LDS, little dick syndrome that I, I was a little bit over. Yes. Yeah. So I was really excited about that. Um, but no, yeah. it was, it was compatible. It was good. Everything went really well. So then a third date 
happens. And now we go on that perfect date that I wanted, the one down in St. Pete. Um, I drove, yep. And I told him, I said, why don't I drive since I know St. Petersburg a lot better than you and I know where to go and park and all that stuff. So I drove and um, we had, we went to Ruth's Chris. And um, so my daughter, um, the same one I had lunch with the uh, prior couple of days, um, she actually works there. So I told her that I would be coming in. I wanted to make sure she'd be comfortable with me coming in with a man because she's never seen me with a guy. Um, other than her father years ago. Um, so she knew that I was dating, but she's never personally met anybody. And oh, it wasn't meant to be an introductory thing. It was more like, hey, we're going to be right. in there. Is that cool? So we're in this back room um, and, um, it, you know, private kind of table. There were two other tables that had people at them, but there were about 20 tables in that room. So it was kind of interesting because the there was a unit, a built-in wall unit behind me at Ruth's Chris, and it was like kind of um, a buffet you know, like a, a cabinetry with a marble right. top or something. And I look back over my shoulder. I said, see, I want one. I, I want a, you know what? I want a wet bar in my next house. I think I want to have a wet bar. He's like my house. And I said, no, the house I told you I'm going to be buying a house, you know, at some point, hopefully in the very near future. I, and he's like my house. And I said, um, do you have a wet bar? And he said, no. What about my house? Like, it, you don't like my house, do you? And I said, yes, I like your house. What are you talking about? I said, I would buy your house. That's exactly the kind of house I would buy. And because it's small and quaint and it's perfect for one or two people, um, definitely no uh -huh. more. Um, but anyway, I kind of got what he was saying, but I wasn't real sure. So he said, would you ever live in my house? And I said, I mean, if we got to that point, yeah. I mean, if it went there, but I'm buying my own house. And he said, you wouldn't like it, would you? You would want to get something out. And I'm like, okay. Um, so um, I'm like, he said, I just, you know what, L? I just want you to love me for me. So he's saying this, this is our third date. And I'm like, he's clearly not telling me he loves me. He's just telling me what he wants. So this is all right. moving very quickly. And in my yeah. mind, you know, that he's already, and I'm thinking, you know, I like this guy enough that I could definitely see that kind of direction going, but let's find out. Let's get through five or 10 dates, <laughs> you know, to, right. to make right. a good exactly. assessment. I haven't completely yep. forgotten the control situation from that second right. mishap. Right. So I told him, um, oh, no, he said, um, I want you to love me for me. And I said, okay. He said, will you do that? Will you love me for me? And I was like, when, uh, I had to respond because he was looking at me for a response. And I, you know, we're sitting right next to each other. And I'm like, uh, I mean, when I love somebody, I will definitely love them for that, for who they are. So yes, I would love you for you when I love you. When, when that happens, you know, and because right. um, I'm thinking this is so awkward, you know, I could feel my face turning a little red, um, <laughs> like blushing because yeah, because he's putting putting you on the spot. He's putting yeah, me on the spot, especially so early. It was putting me on the spot, but it was also kind of flattering. Okay, so maybe it's just well, been a, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I felt that wanted and that um, desired, you know, um, I, I would say loved, but I know he didn't love me. Um, but I'm just saying, right. he, I could tell he really liked me and it felt really good. I'm not going to lie. And, and because I liked him back, that's why it felt good. There's plenty of guys that have mm -hmm. really liked me that I don't like back, <laughs> sure. you know? So, 
I'm saying, wow, this is you know wild. So then we went to the pier and went under that art sculpture. First, we stopped at a, um, there's a restaurant bar. I forget what it's called, Rum Dog or something like that at the end of the pier. So we get drinks. We sit on the seawall before we went to that art sculpture, you know, walked, you know, maybe a block away. We got a couple of drinks at this place and we just took them out to the seawall and it, the wind was blowing. And it was like, we sat on the seawall and it just, felt kind of romantic. You know, the wind's blowing and we're sitting next to each other. We're having a drink and I'm thinking, this really is going to end up just being such a perfect date. I mean, this might be the guy, you know? So that's going through my head. And I could tell his wheels were turning a little bit. And he looks at me, he said, okay, Elle, I have to say this because there is an issue. And I'm thinking, ah, crap. Now what? You know? He said, I'm really concerned you're not moving back here. Like, I hope you're not just saying that and you really want to just have a long distance relationship because I really don't want that. I don't want a long distance relationship. I don't want to have to wait a week or two to see you. And I said, I totally understand that. I'm glad you're honest. I said, look, I am planning on buying a place. Um, I just can't make any offer until I've been at my job for a year. You know, I change companies. I can't get a mortgage. And so it, you know, I'll, I will have been there a year in November. And that's when I can feel confident about getting financing secured and start making offers. I said, the only reason I go back to Port Lauderdale is really because I have my big dog is down there and I have nowhere to take her. And he said, well, I told you you could bring her up. And I said, I know that's very nice. He said, but I mean it. I, I would rather you bring your dog to my house so I can see you. And it's fine until you, you know, until you find a place. I just don't want to wait to see you. I, I want, I, I'm ready to start the next chapter of my life. And I said, wow, okay. I know. So I'm thinking, man, this is really, you know, good stuff. It's definitely going in the right direction. Yeah. Maybe a little too fast, but sure. You know, yes. I'll, I'll feel that out, you know, just because yep. he's saying all these things doesn't mean I'm committing to all of these things. It's just nice to exactly. know that there are options. Yeah. So, um, you know, we end up going under the art sculpture thing and it's all lit up. And mind you, I don't even know how to, it, it's at least, it's probably 200 feet long, this big sculpture of nets and it's pink lights. And anybody who's listening, you can see a picture of it on my Instagram, on our Instagram, um, SAS over 50. So, um, but it's just so beautiful. So we laid in the grass and I have an R&B um, playlist on my Spotify on my phone. So I hit that, you know, and it's just, you know, Lou Rawls, Barry White, you know, the good stuff. And I love yeah. that stuff. It's just, it's sexy, but romantic. So anyway, I had that playing. We're laying down in this grass and I said, I never thought I'd be laying in grass, you know, under this, but this is, it's just like an admiration. Just, it was just cool. So he said, I hope there's no dog shit around us. I said, I think we'd smell it by now. Right. And, you know, and there weren't that many like couples or people around, but it, it was definitely a nice little gathering. So after that, um, I drove us back to his place and I was tired. I had had a long week and um, my eyes were tired because I'm always looking at the computer. So as soon as we got back, I said, hey, I got to tell you, I am, I so want to fool around, but I am so tired. So can I just rest my eyes for an hour? I mean, this is before you know, we even unclothed. And he's like, Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. So I do I rest my eyes, I think for an hour. And, and you know, and then he's he's on it. Um, Here's the thing. He's hard, rock hard, like for hours. So this doesn't go it doesn't go through my mind at this point in time. But 
you know, in retrospect, I'm sure he was on Viagra or something because he was like right. and it would not go away. Yeah. And it was difficult yeah. for him this time um, to come. So it was taking forever. So meanwhile, I can only do so much of that without the friction finally getting to me. One of the things he wanted me to do was to put some pressure in his anus area. I'm not into that. I don't do guys, buttholes, rim jobs, nothing in that area. That's just not part of what I do. Um, That is not for me. And I think he either needed that or something else. I had even offered, I said, if you want to watch some porn or something, go ahead and watch porn. I want you to feel good. And, you know, you work so hard, you know, on me and all this stuff. And so I was trying to be as, as gracious and kind and giving as I could, but I just, I could not make the guy call. So, um, you know, again, in retrospect, maybe if I would have turned that light on and he had a visual of me, because uh, he, he popped up with the porn idea. He's like, well, will you watch it with me? And I was like, well, I'm just so tired. I'm like, you can put it on right here. I'll hear it, but I'll probably fall asleep to it, you know? And um, I said, I don't mind. I promise. I said, you can jerk off and come all over me. I don't even care. I'm going to, you know, I'm just tired. You know, I was trying to do anything I could to make him happy and please him. Um, There's a few things here. He shaves all the hair on his body. He, um, it was stubbly. It's very uncomfortable. I'm talking about the front and the back. Yes, he shaves his back. So if my hands are on his back or if my chest is on his back and I'm kind of cradling or cuddling him or something, it's uncomfortable. I don't really care for that. So I told him, I said, you know, you don't have to shave any of that for me. I mean, your back, if you want to get that, you know, wax or lasered or something, that's one thing, but your chest, I don't care. I, I like hair on a man, not, you know, not gorilla, but you know, if you want to trim it or whatever, just because the stubble, it's not comfortable for me. I don't enjoy it. And I want to enjoy his body as a great body, you know? So anyway, um, he said, oh, no. He said, um, I'm sorry. I, you know, should have you know, shaved it early, or later rather than earlier, whatever. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm not insulting it. I'm just letting you know that I don't mind hair. So if that's the reason you're doing it, you know, you don't have to do that for me. So um, he said, well, I have a, a request. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. He wants me to grow my pubic hair out. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm no. not lying. And I'm like, wait. You want me to grow my pubic hair out like like a bush? He's like, I I don't know what it is, but I just think that's so sexy. And I was like, oh, okay, um, that's a first. And he's like, would you do that for me? Would you do that for me? And I was like, I mean, I I will. He's like, and I said, you know, if that's what you like, I will. And I wanted to qualify and say, if we're going to be in a one-on-one relationship, you know, are we in a relationship is what it was going through my mind. Like, is this it? I mean, are we already in it? I couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're in that transition zone. Exactly. So. Wow. Okay. So So what happened? I agree to that. And I said, all right, if if you like it, I mean, I don't really like it, but if you're in, that's fine. I said, here's what I won't do. I'm not going outside of the uh, bikini zone. I'm not going to have it flying all over down my legs, you know? God, no, no. Uh -uh. And I don't even know what color it is anymore because I've been shaving. So, um, or waxing rather. In fact, I have a $500 annual membership with the wax place. So (laughs) I guess I won't be using that anymore. Anyway, so he also likes dirty talk. So the dirty talk he likes is the normal stuff. I say as much as I say, and then, you know, what I like or whatever, I do all that. But at this point, I don't know, he's really getting into the dirty. And then he's, do you like when I this? Do you like when I that? And say it, say it, you know? And I'm like, 
Because I'd say, yeah, or yeah, baby, or whatever it is, you know? And then he's like, say it, tell me you blah, blah, blah. And so I'd have to pretty much repeat everything he's telling me to say. And I'm thinking, is this some form of sex play or something there? I have to repeat it. And I thought, it's fine. You know, I can get into it. It's fine. So I do all that. Well, I start yawning. <laughs> I didn't mean to yawn. This but you're tired. Yeah. Was the, I'm giving you, um, this was the beginning of the end. I yawned. I, I couldn't help it. I was tired. Okay. So sure enough, um, I yawn and this is a game changer for him. He pulls away, puts his back to what? me and I'm thinking he's messing with me. And so I start cuddling his, uh, razored back, <laughs> razor stubbled back. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, and he doesn't say anything. I said, are you messing with me? Are you mad that I yawned? He's like, it's fine. I know you're tired. And he said it kind of with a bit of an attitude. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't help it. I, I wish I could. So then he, um, we start fooling around again. I'm still tired. We start fooling around again, doing the talk, doing the talk. I yawn again. I, I've held like five in because obviously the yawns are offensive. Now this time he goes right. away. Now he's pissed. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I, I think I even called him honey. I said, honey, I can't, I can't help my, my body functions. I've held in five yawns. I'm sorry. I'm tired. And he didn't say anything. And he said, is this how it's going to be? I'm going to take you out to dinner and then we're going to have sex. I'm going to take you out to dinner. Then we're going to have sex. Is it going to be all calendared like this? And it, it's pitch black in his room. And my eyes just roll to the ceiling because he can't see them. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, no. Is that how it's going to be? I said, all right, I may as well go now because I, I noticed it was 6.20. I was going right, to leave at right. 6.30. So I start, I, I'm like, I may as well go now. So I reach for my clothes on the floor. I have my overnight bag in the living room. I walk out there. And before I walk out of his room, I said, if you need me to reimburse you for dinner, I'm happy to do so. He said, you don't have to be nasty about it. So I walk wow. out and I'm thinking, why is he not saying, look, I'm just, you know, say, talk to me, you know, don't say something like that. It just was very offensive to me. So I start putting my clean clothes on and he walks out of the bedroom. He's naked, which is a big mistake because that's such a turn on to me. <laughs> I'm looking at this, you know, body that I want so bad. And I look at him as I'm walking out, I'm getting ready to go. He opens the door. I look at him. I don't kiss him, of course. And I said, I guess this is goodbye because I thought, obviously, Right. He's going to be too controlling. And that was right. the end of Mark. That was wow. I'm so okay. disappointed. And, you know, I sent him one message. I texted him. Wow. I feel disposable. I really thought there was some future potential. He said, so did I, but there's only one way of doing things and that's your way. And, wow. and, um, and that was the last of the communication. Wow. Yeah. It, it's, it's his way. Yeah. Or or the highway kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I thought and, you're and saying that about. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm like he's deflecting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was so disappointed it didn't work out because I really liked him and everybody keeps saying the same thing. Don't you dare talk to him again, even if he reaches out to you in a month. I'm like, I know, I know. It's just such a shame. It's such a shame because I think we would have had a lot of fun together. We had a lot of great yeah. connections, but he's not the one, sadly. No. And, and you said he was in law enforcement. He was in law enforcement and retired, Yeah, um, but he did that. That's a red flag. Well, we discussed it. yes, we did. There's um, and, and I don't want to, you know, put down any law enforcement because I, I dare not paint anybody with a broad brush. Well, look, 
this has been a long pod and I am so grateful for you to join me and listeners. If you have some feedback or you want to share your comments about this particular podcast, please email or DM and um, everything is SAS over 50. Um, and, uh, or I think all the links are at our website too, sasover50.com. So yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear some commentary and you can insult me too. It's okay. But, um, you know, if you're into the long pubic hair and you didn't like that, I put that down, <laughs> but look, that's not my, my thing. Um, it's all good though. Um, but listen, Kate, thank you so much for joining in this podcast. We've, ha- we've all had some hectic schedules, um, CC too. So, um, we are going to get back in rhythm shortly here, but, um, yes, I can't wait till we're all together again. Yes. And we will be soon. I have no doubt in the next few weeks, we definitely will. We'll do another pod all together. Um, and we've also got, so next episode, episode 21, um, I actually have, um, a planned podcast with Cece. So, um, it's just she and I remote. And I know this because I've already recorded it with her just the night before last. (laughs) And the episode after that is with one of our listeners and she's got some interesting stuff to say too. So, um, so yeah, it's so much fun. I really love doing it. I hope everybody who's listening, you know, get some chuckles out of this or, you know, emotions of some sort or learn something. Cause I think we all learn from each other when you're single and you're older, you know, we've all got stories to tell and some interesting tips you can get out of it. And, you know, just if nothing else, just some entertainment, you know? It's also to know that, you know, we're not the only ones going through it. You right. Know, there's other people that are going through it. Too. Right. So, all right. 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 Okay. Well, great. Kate, thanks again. And um, listeners, please follow us on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast. Um, so important that you subscribe. And we will have another episode for you in the next week, I believe. We will have another episode for you in the next week. Believe it or not, I've got an early one for you. So um, instead of the two-week standard, I've got one to go up next Friday. So I will talk to you soon, Kate. Thanks for joining. Thank you, listeners. Good night. Reach out. Sassover50 at gmail.com. Sassover50. Follow us on Instagram. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.